Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited. We have Mike in the house on Transcend with Debbie. You know, it's such an honor to be able to have you here on the show. Um, when I got your email and we've been talking back and forth, I'm like, yes. Like, I can't wait to hear all about Mike's journey, what he does and what he offers for the collective, you know? So welcome to Transcend with Debbie Mike. If you don't mind, just um, introducing yourself with our community of listeners. Hi. Yeah, thank you for having me. Happy to be thank here. You. Excited to share some of my experiences and talk about mediumship. I always like to do that. So um, yeah. I, yeah, so I started mediumship. I, well, I, I became aware that I was a medium when I was 18 and mm -hmm. I had experiences with spirit throughout my whole life and childhood. Um, didn't really know what was going on with seeing the departed loved ones and stuff like that. But I yeah. came to understand that more as I got older. And then I, yeah. I basically just started to learn about it. And I started taking courses and classes on it. Yeah. And I've kind of just been going from there. So congratulations on investing in yourself because you say 18 that is when you started to really realize this that was happening to you. Right. Yeah. So what did that feel like? Uh, terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, it, it was scary. Mm -hmm. Um, but when, when I started learning about it and I started to surrender more to it and I started actually doing readings and then I you know, when, when mediums connected, we do this work, it's a very loving, comforting feeling. It like spirit brings to sessions. So when I started opening myself up to the communication of loved ones who've crossed over, I was like, Oh, there's nothing to be afraid of at all with this. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you say scary, um, what do you mean by scary? Uh, well, when you see someone who isn't physically here, um, mm -hmm. in a, like a spirit person, it can be a little startling. So yeah. it was like, Whoa, this is, uh, totally. Yeah. And I think I had, I had some experiences when I was a kid that I don't really remember a whole lot of, but my mom does. Um, she could tell you more about those, but I did have some of those and I don't know if it, it freaked me out then. And maybe it was more, it felt more of like a natural thing when I was younger, but I think, I mean, as you get older, um, and you're more in this world and where this isn't totally like, it's not known to everyone. So as you get older and you go through school, you, you get accustomed to this physical reality and then the spirit world starts showing up. It's a different thing. So a lot of people have fears and one of those is just the fear of the unknown. So like we don't really know until, well, unless it starts happening to you and you open up to it, then you can become more aware of it and understand it better. So mm. yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it didn't scare me to death, but it was, mm -hmm. it was a little bit startling. It was like, mm -hmm. what's going on here? So, yeah. So when you say startling, did you, I know you said you saw, but how did mm -hmm. it feel? Like, did you feel anything happen to you within your body and your surroundings? Like, did you have a little bit of paranormal things happening? Was it um, I don't know. I think just the overall feeling of fear I guess I think one of the things that helped a lot was my mom also had experiences with spirit and seeing mm -hmm. spirit people and having that whole thing. So I could really like confide in with her and like oh. share those experiences with her. And she was like, Oh yeah. She's like, Oh, well, 
I, I've had similar experiences. I've seen that, seen things, spirit people, her, her grandfather, her one of her dogs had passed away. She saw the dog in spirit. So it was um, being able to talk to her was really great. And it oh was my like, gosh. okay. And then she then encouraged me to learn about it more and go to classes and, and that sort of thing. So she was a big, a big help in the beginning. That is very cool. Very cool. You know, um, in reference to your mom, I love how she was able to explain to you and, and share with you that comfort. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, how, how did you feel that you were able to open up to her? Um, well, it was nice because, I mean... I, I trusted her completely. So it felt comforting to know that, well, okay. So she also had these experiences and then we would talk about them and share stories about, you know, that kind of, she would share stories with me. And then I would just kind of tell her like current situations of what was going on mm -hmm. um, and things that I was experiencing. So it felt great. It was, it was That's so nice. Yeah. I could feel yeah. that. I can feel that as you're speaking, I can feel that gentleness, that that compassion and that love your mom was able to express. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. That and you you carry that as you're speaking. I can feel that essence of your character of you mm -hmm. just being a very genuine person. Um, but I know that you also have experiences with the angels. Mm -hmm. So specifically Michael Archangel, yes? Yes. Yes. Tell me what happened when you experienced that. So, yeah, so I we all have spirit guides. We all have guides with us, whether we're aware of them or not. They, they are there. Um, and there, I had an experience uh, like a few years ago now, like six, seven years ago. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was such a vivid, wild experience. But I – so the – the experience that I had, I was, I was sleeping and I randomly woke up in the middle of the night and I had rolled over on my side, fully conscious, fully awake, just out of a dead sleep pretty much. And I remember looking down at the ground and I saw these feet that were on the ground and he, it, he had these like Roman sandals, like kind of strapped ah. around his feet and then up his legs and I kind of kept looking up and then I saw this kilt and I saw this armor type stuff. And, and, uh, he was like eight or nine feet tall. And I say he, because it felt very masculine. That's what I was going to ask you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It didn't feel like a feminine energy. It was very masculine, strong, um, that sort of thing. And he was as tall as the ceiling. So eight or nine feet. Uh and it was just, he was just, um, Oh, I think I lost you. Oh. oh no. Uh. Hmm.
I'm back. I'm back, Mike. I'm so sorry. Come back. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I lost you there for a second. Are we still live? Are we still live? Um, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's all right. Yeah. So the I so I had this experience with Archangel Michael, and I saw him, and basically, I he was. I remember just looking around in the room and him standing there and it was like this unconditional love was just pouring from him and it, it filled up the whole room. So it was like this, this very strong, unconditional love, like blissful experience. And, and I remember just laying there and just like, I wasn't thinking about anything. I wasn't worried. I didn't have any fear. It was just totally, it was just total comfort, love, everything. And it felt like, the relationship that I had with him, it was like, Oh, I'm, I'm seeing him again. Like I know who this is. And it, it was a very, like, I guess you say like best friend feeling. It was like a close friendship. That's, that's what it felt like. And, and then I just felt this nudge to like roll back over, go back to sleep. Like it was almost like, okay, you got to have that experience. And that was it. So, and then I, I remember waking up in the morning and just kind of like, coming back to that experience, like thinking about it and it just blew my mind. I'm like, that was unbelievable. That was like nothing I've ever felt in my entire life. It was just, it was mind blowing. And then a couple of days later, I don't remember like the time with this, but it was around the same time. Um, I had an experience where I was, I was, again, I was sleeping, but I woke up, but it was, I wasn't fully conscious. Like I was when I had this previous experience um, but I was somewhat aware of what was happening. And all I can say is that I saw this script and it was my entire life from start to finish. And this voice came and read it to me in like a flash, like an instant, like I knew it. I'm like, Oh, I know what this is. I remember seeing this. It was like, I was recalling everything. I don't remember what it had said, but the only things that I, I, I feel like I was able to remember, like what they gave me, like you can have this for right now, um, was that I was here to do mediumship and then I was going to be traveling the world and doing this type of work and that I was going to be a bridge between two worlds. And that's all I can remember, but I've seen everything in an instant, in a flash. I don't know if that was Archangel Michael. I don't know who it was, but it was, again, this, this, the feeling felt similar um, in the way that it spoke. It was again, like it was authoritative. It was like matter of fact, like kind of thing, but also gentle, but also very like assertive in some sense, very strong. And, how how yeah. old were you when that happened? I was 22. 22. And I was going to school at university and I was going to UW-Milwaukee in Wisconsin here at the time. And uh -huh. it was all like that experience with Archangel Michael and then seeing what I came to find out later was my life review yeah. or um, mm -hmm. what do you call that? Uh, I, I've listened to like a lot of near-death experiences and they talk yeah. about like the Akashic records and like, yeah. you're, like how we kind of write things out before we come here and like like a pre-birth planning or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what that was before this experience. I, I would listen to these things later on and be like, Oh my God, like that happened to me. But I didn't, <sighs> it was like, I didn't have to have a near death experience. It kind of happened while I was still living here. Yeah. 
And when I look back at it, it makes sense because of the work that I do. Like, I don't have to die to be a medium and talk to the other side. I can be physically Mm -hmm. alive to have those experiences. So um, that was my experience with Archangel Michael. And also, too, um, there's there's more to that. If you want me to, I'll I'll keep talking, but there's more. Um, Uh A couple of years after that, I had met this girl and we started dating. We're now married, actually, but we had started oh. we started dating, and I remember it was very early on in our relationship, and I had stayed I was staying at her house, and we were sleeping, and she woke up, felt this urge to roll over, and saw this being Archangel Michael standing by the bed, and she said she felt as if there was like this blanket of love kind of like wrapped around her, mm-hmm. and she, there wasn't any messages or anything like that. And then she just felt like, oh, he's with Mike again. Like she just had this knowing or something like that. And she went back to sleep and then she woke up and was like, what, you know, what the hell is going on here? And she was like shaking me like, wake up, wake up. There's something, someone's in a room, something's in a room. And I was like, what did you see? And she, she explained it to me. And I was like, oh, that's one of my guides. It's Archangel Michael. Mm -hmm. And we have never really talked about that before. Um, this kind of stuff. I had given her a reading when we first met, mm. which it which went really well. So that was great. Um, and she was open to the subject matter, but she didn't have a lot of experiences with spirit, like not kind of the path that I was going on anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day, I remember taking her to my apartment and showing her because I had a statue of Archangel Michael and she started, uh-huh. she broke down crying and was like, that's exactly what I saw. So... Uh-huh. Those are, that happened a couple of years after the experience that I had. Um, so, yeah. Just out of curiosity, was there anything happening in your life at that moment that was very uh, a dramatic change or a shift when, when they appeared to you? Were you going through something at that time? No, I, I was going, I had been going to school for a couple of years, but I what I felt was that there's two ways that I look at it now. I felt like one of the things was like, Hey, you're here to do this work. Why are you going to school and doing Uh, all this kind of stuff? But at the same time, it felt like I needed to experience that. So I can't say for sure that's why it happened. But what I feel really strongly about um, is, is that that experience, like those experiences kept me on my path. Yes. I feel if I wouldn't have had those experiences where I wouldn't have literally seen why I'm here and had that experience, I wouldn't have kept doing this. I, mm-hmm. I, I think I would have done something else. I mean, I was a 20 year old guy, like there's, I could do anything. And it was because of those experiences that was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, people and yourself, we're here for a reason. There's a purpose to our lives and there's, we could go into that for an hour or two on like, you know, society and people telling you what you should do and certain things like that. It can be a distraction. Um, and I felt like I had that experience to show me, to kind of keep me going. Yeah. I think, I th- and I think yeah. I needed that personally. Yeah. I think when we get very, very big, um, you know, I'll say downloads or reviews, however you wish to, to look at that or, you know, I'm not going to put a label to it, but that experience, we'll say the experience, right? Um, They are 
very much part of wow. There is that wow moment, that wow factor. Like it's unexplainable. Nobody that's the phenomenal of it all. And it's sacred. It's personal. It was for you. Yeah. And um, I know I've had my share of those moments. And when those moments occurred, it does give you that download. It does get your body ready and it prepares you for this work. And so you definitely have connected it together where you're like, okay, I'm protected. I have my archangel with me. I know that he's coming. I know that my wife can see him. Thank you, spirit, for being here. And do you now call on him to work with you? Like, do you bring him in or do you just let him come when he needs to? How do you you handle that? Um, Both. I... I sometimes will call them in or call my guides. And I I know we have more than one guide. I don't know the other ones. I mean, I've had some experiences, but what I've seen for certain was, was that experience. But I think we have many guides and helpers and things like that. I do at times will call in and have them come in through meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, And other times I think if I get something, without asking or it just comes to me i'm open to that too so yeah. it's, it's it's both yeah what's your favorite part about doing the work now that you're in it um the my favorite part is that it feels like it's totally me like mm-hmm. i feel like i have something that is so personal and so spiritual it's it's just like i don't know it's like i can't explain that feeling but it's like to just know and to understand who you are and like what you're meant to do. It's such a gift. I, cause I, I know like so many people like they feel lost or they're unsure of what to do with their life or what, who should I become or what should I do? And we can all come to that realization. And there's a lot of people out there that can help you come to this. But um, I think one of my favorite parts of, of this is just, knowing that this is why I'm here in some sense. Mm. If oh, that makes sense. It does. Yeah. I think when you're touching on too, is just that vibration and frequency of the both worlds. Mm-hmm. You keep talking about this feeling. You can't explain it. You keep saying, you know, I had this feeling, this like comfort, this, you know, you yeah. really do embody that gentleness. And that is the oneness that you're, you're in. You really bridge that frequency of spirit world and our world. And so you are the conduit and you, when you're in that, in that, those reads, right. When you're reading and what you yeah. said, when you're reading, you mm-hmm. feel so, so, so taken care of. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, <sighs> It's the power. I think some people refer to it as like the power of spirit. Like you get into that, that vibration and it's just like, this is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's really, really strong. Sometimes it's more subtle, but it's like people, we, we all can tap into that, that energy, that essence. And it's such a beautiful thing. It's, it's hard to explain. It's hard to put words to it, but yeah, that feeling it's, it feels sacred Mm-hmm. Um, to feel sacredness is mm-hmm. unreal. Yeah. And, and that blissful and that loving. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's phenomenal. I agree. You know, uh, Mike, you did some really cool TikToks. I had my people follow you on your TikToks and go through your TikToks and things like that. So um, you talked about colors and mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued on what you mean by when colors come in. I feel like 
a lot of these um, souls that are coming in here, they're psychic. And I know colors work with a lot of the psychic realm. And you you and I talked before you jumped in. And you're like, you know, Debbie, I was psychic. I didn't know how, you know, about this, about mediumship. I knew I saw spirit, but I was mm -hmm. psychic. And so how would you define um, that process for you as a psychic? Yeah, so psychic and mediumship are different things. Um, mm -hmm. Psychic is focused on the person here, like on their personal life, their personal journey, whether it be family, friends, career, you know, home, like their life. So it's really focused on the person here. And then mediumship obviously is is focusing on the spirit world um, uh, on that side of life. But when it comes to psychic work, one of the tools that we have is for for psychics and every medium's a psychic so it's just like you just have that there mm -hmm. um, with mediumship um but um one of the tools that you can use for psychic work is the colors and seeing um seeing colors and stuff like that so um we everyone has an aura we all emanate a certain energy and we can see the aura and see different colors and those colors will then have a meaning or a point to something in that person's life so that we can then give them factual like evidential stuff about their life so mm -hmm. if i like if i were to see the color red around someone it means that um they're very entrepreneurial or they're a, like a leader um they're very they're a very passionate person and also um, it could give me a sense too of like they're starting their own business or they're looking to do their own thing. So it can kind of be like present and kind of like future stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so the colors will emanate. Um, you will emanate certain colors, which the colors then indicate what I need to bring up or talk to you about in a session. So you see yeah. colors? Yeah, I see colors in my mind's eye. Okay. Um, when I started... So one of the, the initial experiences that I've had with, with seeing spirit people, mm -hmm. I would also see the aura objectively. So I would see it like, like I'm literally looking at you, but I didn't see color. I just saw white. So okay. I would, I would be in like classes at, in school and like looking at my professor and the aura is just like around her or whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> that yeah. was, it was crazy. But then, um, but then as you go into and you learn about it, you you'll start to it'll in some sense, I think it becomes more subjective. So you see it more in your mind's eye rather than like an objective experience, like seeing it physically. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's where you start to see the colors come in. And if you don't see them, I know psychics can feel it, like mm -hmm. feel the color and that sort of thing. So it's not always seeing it. Sometimes you feel it or you just know Um in that in that sort of way so i love how you broke that down we all see differently our perceptions are all different and for those that are in here listening who are growing right um i too like you could see the aura around it all the vibrancy and the white and that's physically with my with my eyes i could physically see that around you um if you were to go into the mind's eye as you said and you brought that forward right mm -hmm. um the colors can flash and I remember, I'll never forget it. I took a course with this um, young lady and she was, it was a color course. I, I took two and she's like, okay, Deb, girl, tell me what color you get. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't see color. I'm like sitting there and you're in the classroom with like so many people, right? So I'm like, okay, we're supposed to draw a kite or draw something and then color the colors and it's all, you're supposed to read it. And I'm like, 
oh, I hear blue. Okay, I need to put blue. So I'm hearing the colors versus seeing the colors. So yeah. and we all receive the information differently. So we're filling into the color and it comes to us when, when spirit knows we're working with that, they'll know how to help us. So it's like yeah. really ask spirit and your guides to say, okay, come on in y'all. Come in guides, help me work with these colors a little more. Let me blend with this. Let me work with that. Mm-hmm. But then of course my chakra colors, I could see, you know, as my eyes close and my mind's eye weak. So for those that are listening, um, do you teach classes, Mike? Do you do? Are you teaching people how to read the colors? Like, what are you doing? Um, not teaching yet. I mm-hmm. do. I do plan on it, um, and I I probably will teach psychic work too, with mm-hmm. mediumship work and psychic work. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I would definitely talk about the colors because I mean, like, it's not necessary. You, I think. A lot of it, you can get other, you can get information in other ways other than just seeing someone's aura and seeing the colors. Um, some, a lot of it's just knowing. It's just an intuitive understanding and mm-hmm. also hearing too, like with, a, with which you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that the colors are are really great, and I would I will probably teach the colors as well when it comes to psychic work. But yeah, not teaching yet, just doing just doing readings. Well, I know that you've been all over the map right now. You're you're out there sharing your your love for humanity and for spirit um, for the babies that are stepping into this work. What um, advice would you give them? I would say um, get a teacher, get a mentor, and learn as much as you can. Don't rush the process and just take it one step at a time. I think that mediumship development, um, if we're talking more about mediumship, it's def- it's a lifelong process. Like yeah. you can continuously deepen your connection to spirit. Um, not that it, it'll take you 10 years to do a reading. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're mediumistic, you could probably do it right away. But I think there's other things you learn about it as you go. So there's definitely like things to learn about communication and the mechanics and all that sort of thing. Um, so I would say, I think the best advice is to just find a teacher within the work and, and just learn as much as you can and learn yeah. about your, and learn about yourself and deepen your own spirituality, um, and things like that. If you're just starting out. Good advice. Yeah. Well, I'm really grateful to have you here. And I just thank you for sharing, um, a part of your story on your awakening. And it sounds like you have an amazing support system with your yeah. wife and your mom. And um, I'm grateful that you have that. It's very important. Isabel says, great advice. So we have Isabel here, Trudy here, Berlinda. So got a lot of people here from, and oh, hey, Heather, good morning, girl. We have a lot of YouTubers in here listening. So the YouTubers, y'all, don't forget to like and share and follow Mike. And don't forget to like the YouTube, you know, give your girl some love, y'all. Hi, Infinity Beautiful. So we're going to open up for questions. Does anybody have questions for Mike while you have him? Don't be shy, y'all. I give the guy some work. He's he's in his purpose. He's in his passion. Don't yeah, be shy, I'm, y'all. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here now. So let's do it. So yeah. So like, do you see my aura, Mike? As I know it's early. Like, I'll let you work on me until somebody comes in and says sure. they have a question. Go for it, Mike. What you got? Okay. I will. I'll tune in for you psychically. So let's okay. Just let's see go. Here. Um. Okay. Give me just a minute. Let me just okay. see what's kind of coming in here. Okay. 
Okay, so, um, so Brito, I I keep seeing a lot of blue energy around you. So when I see blue around people, it means they're very intuitive. Obviously, I mean you're doing this work yourself. Mm -hmm. um, but I I almost get a sense here. I'm just gonna just write some of this down. Um, blues coming in, very intuitive, and. I also, I almost feel there's something about your psychic work in particular that I'm picking up on. Mm -hmm. And I feel here that what I'm being shown is, is that I almost feel like you're going to be doing more psychic work in some way. Yeah. And I don't know if, if you are teaching psychic classes, but I, I feel like there's going to be new things coming in for your work around psychic related stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, have you also thought about doing anything with like missing people yeah. or that sort of thing? Okay. Yeah. Um, that's that I'm just seeing that and feeling that. And I also see you doing psychometry, like holding I objects. Mm -hmm. um, you do that now? I can. Yes. So okay. that's the psychic investigational part of work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, you, you're currently doing that. I can, I can tap into it when needed. Yes. Okay. I just get something about like specifically your psychic work and doing things around that. So like missing people or that investigation things. I don't know if you're, if you've already taken classes with that or you're going to be learning about that, but I almost feel like you might have an opportunity there or something may be coming in with that. Um, now let me just see here. I don't feel, I feel like you're in a very like, stable place in your life. I, I don't feel a lot of things changing like with your home or with like things of that. Like, I feel like your work is like right where it needs to be. So mm -hmm. I don't feel any drastic changes or anything mm -hmm. like that. It feels like you're right on path where you kind of need to be right now. Mm -hmm. um, all I really get for you is this, the psychic stuff. So I want to say there's going to be more psychic related work coming in in mm. some, in some, in some way. Yeah. That makes sense. My girl's always trying to help me. She's always trying to get me to do the missing um, investigations. And sometimes oh, okay. it could be very difficult. You know, the work can be very, it could be very intense. And um, mm. I have done the work before. And so um, I definitely understand the psychic realm, the investigation and tapping into the, like, what do I feel? So yes, 100%. Great job. Thank you, okay. Mike. Yeah. 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 And you being a psychic, able to tap into that. I love it. So now we have B. B says she would just love a reading. Okay. B. Okay. Um, well, we'll just see what comes. If psychic comes or mediumship comes, I will yeah. we'll just kind of see where it goes here. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. There, I don't know if I'm with her or I'm with you yet, but let's just see where this goes. <laughs> There's a younger gentleman stepping forward. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and if this is with B, that's great. Um, there's a younger gentleman coming in and the way that he's coming in here, he's very fun and outgoing and at a very like, um, extroverted personality, very outspoken when I'm talking to him. Um, and there's something about him. He liked to have fun. He liked to have a good time. He liked to dance. There's something about this that he keeps talking about. Um, so I know there's something connected either. I don't know if this is for you yet or for B, but um, I want to say this is either a brother or a friend relationship. And 
He wants to say hello. And also, um, there's something tragic about his passing very quickly, like passing. And he's bringing a blue rose. Oh, blue I can understand flowers, that. But blue I think roses. I could understand that. But let's see if B could understand it too. Because B may be able to understand it also. So B, honey, okay. do you understand this, my, my love? You had me at blue. Oh, is that what she said? No, for me. So oh, okay. Just, and, and all of that. So let me see what she says. Okay. Yeah, she could understand that also. That's I figured you could. Okay. Okay, go I'm gonna keep going with him. He's he's saying his past. He's telling me his passing was really sudden, and it feels shocking to him too. It's kind of the feeling. Like, I don't feel like he was expecting for this to happen. Um, okay. Um, I also get a sense here too that he loved cars, and. And there are times where he drove a little bit too fast. Now, I don't know if that's connected to his passing or not, but there's a love of cars with him. And I also feel at one point he may have been a mechanic or he worked on cars, fixed cars up, did something like this as well. Now, does this make sense with B or with you with that? I'm going to let B have it. B, honey, okay. can you understand this, love? Fascination with cars. Um And, okay, let me just keep going here. There would also be um, Trevor or Travis. Oh, I could understand that then. I can understand the cars and I can understand Travis and Trevor. Okay. And she can't understand the mechanic piece. So, B, honey, do you understand Travis or Trevor? It's interesting how they're, they're so intelligent. <laughs> he, he is really funny. I, he's, just, he's hilarious. Um, okay. He's also just, I'm going to keep going here, but he's also giving me something too with on the outside of things, he seemed great, but I do feel like he struggled. And I don't, I don't know if this is like depression. Yeah. Um, or he struggled emotionally with I just a sense of sadness with him, but it's, it's like, he didn't want anyone to know that he didn't want to show that at all. And he feels like, he kind of like held that in and I, yes. it's almost this feeling of like, I don't want to say tough guy. Cause I don't think that's the right word, but mm -hmm. he makes me feel like he didn't want to complain about anything. He didn't want to like make people feel um, like they're responsible for him. We're trying to help him. It's like, he, he's his own man. Like he wanted to just figure everything out. Mm -hmm. um, and I do get a sense from him around that as if like, I wish I would have asked for a little bit more help with things. That's the feeling that I get. Um, but he's definitely in spirit. Like when we cross over, obviously we don't, we're not dealing with that sort of stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. He's just in a really happy, cheerful mood. And that's how he wants to be remembered. Mm -hmm. I also keep showing, he keeps talking about cremations. So was, was he cremated? No. Okay. There's something about, um, I don't know if I have someone else stepping in here. There's, there's, they're showing me um, a necklace piece with cremations in it. Berlinda, do you understand this, Miha? Let's see if she understands everything taking the name away. 
Yeah, there's also a woman with him too. Um, there's a lady with him in spirit. I. Yeah, it's his family. Her brother um, was cremated. Okay. So you're with you're with B. Okay. Okay, he's here for her. I know he wants to say hello to her, and um, he's saying he he is just he recently visited her. So I don't know if she had a she had a dream of him or she had some sort of experience that she felt him like I feel like this is very recent, um, and I know he's wanting to come through today to take this opportunity to say hello. I don't get any real like strong messages or anything. He's a very simple person. He also wants to thank you for holding his jackets. So I know someone kept his jackets, but I feel like there's something about having his jackets or having his clothing, like either sweatshirts or jackets. So um, I know he's just kind of bringing that up too. Um, he's stubborn too. He's saying he's a little bit stubborn. Um, but he's so grateful for her, for B. There's a lot of gratitude. Um, I do get a sense of feeling being misunderstood, but I don't, is this her, did she say this is her brother? Mm-hmm. Okay. Brother. Um, it is really strong sense of a strong relationship between them two. Like mm-hmm. she understood him. Um, he's also talking about a trip that she's going to be taking soon, going on a trip. I don't know if this is like a vacation or vacationing, but she's, he's saying he's going to be with her on this trip. I feel like I'm going somewhere and okay. I don't know if any, if that makes sense with her or not, but this is what he's kind of coming in with. Um, I just want to see if there's anything else with him here. Um, I just his passing. I, I really feel like what he's giving me is like he doesn't want to be remembered during that time of his passing. So this does feel very tragic, and um, this has happened so quick is what I'm getting. And okay, so I'm gonna just leave it there for just a second. Yeah. I don't know if she can validate. Berlinda Love, can you understand that, Mijita? Good job. That was beautiful. Thank you. If she can, great. I don't feel like there's anything else kind of coming in, but I do for her that her, her brother's with her and there's a really strong sense of just, it's very simple. It's just, hello, I'm around. I'm with you. There's nothing. She says she understands it. Thank you. Okay. Good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful girl. He's like your protector. I feel him as her protector. Okay. So you want to open up and do you want to just kind of go, since you're open in mediumship, just like go and see who can take it? Sure. Oh yeah. That's fine too. We, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So let me just kind of disconnect from that reading. Let me just, uh, let's see who else, um, who else? Want? It's like I kind of want to like because I'm looking at you. I almost want to read you, but I'm trying to like 
bring myself back so that we can <laughs> see who's, who's sorry. here. Sorry, I do that um, to everybody. Let me. Okay, let me do this. Okay, Mike, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I can't okay. help it. I have a lot of people on the other side. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. We'll see where we're going here. Okay. Okay. I have a woman stepping in, so I want to connect in with her. I do feel like she, this lady is coming in and says she dealt with dementia. Um, dementia, Alzheimer's or something there that she struggled with when she was here. And I, this feeling of being clear minded as I transition. Um, I also feel with her too. It's very, the energy is similar to the, the gentleman that was just connecting in outspoken, outgoing, not afraid to speak her mind, funny, these sorts of things, not a quiet woman at all. Um, <clears throat> very independent. And also, okay. I'm she's talking about eight children. Fam eight children. So I there's a I, I want to say this is I don't know the relationship yet, but it's a woman here. She had eight children, dealt with some sort of dementia or Alzheimer's, something like this, with the mind was affected. Of like memory loss, like this whole kind of thing. Like she kind of went, she's saying she went very quickly. And she's also talking about her illness kind of took her within three months. Um, she collected jewelry. Hmm. So let's and, see if anyone can take it. Yeah, there's someone has so, her ring too. I will okay. say that. Yeah. So I could take all of it, except for I didn't I didn't understand what you meant by the A something. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't place what oh, you were saying the, there. The eight, the eight family of eight or eight kids or. <laughs> My students know me. They're like, it's for you, Debbie. I'm trying to think of eight. Um, the more you bring her in, I could feel the aches and pain. And I, I want to open it up first for everyone here. Yeah. Does anyone else understand all of this? Because the number eight that you're getting, um, it could be August is significant. Um, okay. Depending, eight is very significant for me, okay. very, very significant. And I'm wearing my mother's ring right now. So I, okay. I can take all of that. Um, but okay. I also want to see if anyone else here can take okay. that. There's more coming in, but I'll, I'll wait. So no one is responding. So go okay. ahead, Mike. I, I guess I'm, a, I'm I'm yeah. yours. <laughs> okay. Did you get a did Did you get a tattoo in memory of her? No, but I was looking at tattoos the other day, which is interesting. Okay. I thought and oh, I was. I was thinking if you that. were to get a tattoo, would you think about getting it on your back? No. Okay. Mm -mm. I feel what she's showing me is something about a tattoo, and I feel like it's connected. Like I have a tattoo on the on my back. And I'm seeing like birds or doves or birds, something like that with this tattoo. Mm -hmm. And um, I have to say too, that this woman, she's also very intuitive, like a really, like she's a good judge of character. Mm -hmm. um, 
Let me just see if she can, she's got. A, I'm gonna see if she can pull in a couple, one or two like pieces of evidence here that really kind of connect this in. Hopefully, someone can take it. Um, I'm getting these T names again, and I'm getting the T names. I do feel like this is with you, with you, Deborah. I because yeah. I feel like I'm getting the T names now. I don't know what this tattoo business is. Maybe it's something coming up or maybe you're going to get it. I don't know. But I just, she's showing me something about that. Um, and was she also very psychic herself? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I did feel like she keeps showing me like tea leaf readings. Oh, like, I used to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know how to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you ever do that with her or did you ever do any readings with her or anything like Always. that? Okay. That's she loved. Read me. Yeah, she loved. Okay, it. okay. Because she's like, I feel I'm, she's showing me sitting at like a table or like a coffee table. And I, I'm seeing you read her or do certain things like this. And she's just like all into it. But mm -hmm. I, I get a feeling from her. She's saying if she would have done it, her dad would have been very upset. Yes. <laughs> yeah. she's, saying, she's saying my dad would have killed me if I would have done this. Yes. Um, She's so proud of you and what you're doing with your life. And there's this really strong sense of love just coming through to that. And then she's, she's saying she's so proud of you for taking action and doing something with your life um, and making something out of it. And she's like, a, she's like really along the journey with you with this. And she's just kind of watching all this unfold. And um, now do you have a brother I do. Okay. Um, let me just see what she's talking. She's saying something about your brother and mm -hmm. she's, um, she's saying hello to him. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what she wants me to say with him. I don't, there's almost this feeling that she's kind of coming in with of like, and I don't know if this is with your brother or not, but it feels like there's like a separation there or like is. a, like a disconnect. Mm -hmm. Um, and is that with you and your brother? I don't mm -hmm. want to get too personal, but yeah, she's, I don't mind. okay. Mm -hmm. She's just kind of like aware of this mm -hmm. and she's saying that you, yeah, you're, you're kind of doing the right thing. Like, it's almost like I feel like you've kind of let go or you've kind of just said, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to – I need to focus on myself. And I think that's that's what's best is what she's kind of showing me. It's like kind of like reassuring that like in regards to your relationship with your brother, like just let it be as it is. I, yeah. I, I feel her around him a mm -hmm. lot. So Good. Um, she's saying it is what it is. That's yeah. just – it is what it is. Um. I also, um, now I know you said something about August, but is there something about um, the month of March that would be significant with her? Mm -hmm. My birthday. Okay, your birthday. Okay. Mm -hmm. What are we in? April? Yeah. So uh -huh. that just passed. Okay. She's saying happy birthday. And she's talking about, I feel like celebration. And then she said March. Mm -hmm. Um so August is my brother's birthday um, as well. So that would make sense. Okay. I feel like she's stepping back. She just blew you a kiss. 
I just saw that. And she's very like a very affectionate. Um, and she just wants to pass her love to you today. Now, okay. I think there's also there, her dad's with her in spirit too. Um, he's also just hanging out there. I just see him. I don't think he's going to say anything. If he does, I will, I'll let you know in a second here. Um, okay. So was, was he not able to speak English? Um, he spoke English, but he also spoke Spanish. So okay. he, because uh -huh. okay. I get a sense with him, I get, yeah, speaking another language or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he's very, very traditional oh, in the yeah. sense of like, I feel like food. I don't know if that makes sense. But, but did you have, do you have like recipes of your mom's or they're like food recipes or something? I can make some of the things that she makes. Okay. <laughs> My girls know I don't cook, so she's bringing it up for a reason. <laughs> okay. There's, there's a feeling of, like, some of her stuff or, or things like that. that oh, no, I no, made. this makes sense. It makes okay. sense. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is. If your grandfather always wore a hat or he always mm -hmm. had a baseball cap on, but he's standing there behind me and he's got a baseball cap on. You're right. And it's like I feel like if I were to look at pictures of him, he would always have a hat on or something or he's always exactly yeah. mm -hmm. um he has this huge smile on his face mm -hmm. and i just feel like your family like especially that side is all this like happy like high energy type vibe that i get from them and they haven't changed at all and i know you know that but um, like trying to tell another medium about the spirit world. Yeah. It's all uh, good. Yeah. So I feel like uh, she wants to say hello today and she's to keep up the good work. It's like, you're very um, task oriented too. And I just feel that she's saying to stay organized with your stuff, kind of keep going. Um, she's kind of laughing because she's, she wasn't very good at that. She's saying, mm -hmm. um, Okay. What's the joke about her house? I, um, <laughs> you got my eyes going. <laughs> um, I don't know. It almost feels like things are like all rearranged and she doesn't like it. Yeah, it's a mess. Okay. Well, her house is, is um, no longer her house. It's family home. Okay. She's, she visits there. Mm -hmm. um, I believe it. <laughs> And she's just not happy about like in a jokingly way. Like I feel like she's I feel like like she's happy with the decisions that were made, but I, I, there's something too that I feel like she's very nitpicky about things though. Oh yeah. So it's like if she was here physically, she would have a lot to say. But I know that from her side of life, the way that she's giving me to it's like very open ended, like just do what you need to do and that's it. Um but I think I'm gonna end there. Uh, yeah, so I have her, she came in, she just wants to say hello, and she's, I don't know if she had a close relationship with her dad, or they were, they were particularly close, but I, I just picked up on him a little bit there. Mm -hmm. It's important yeah. just to validate, um, thank you one, Mike, for the read, um, my, my students yeah. have heard me get read before, and so I, I woke up to her, and I saw her right next to me, so she was very present, um, and what, um, 
I did for her was I ended up having her buried with her dad. So, oh, okay. so he comes in and so bringing them together, um, one was cremated and, and she was buried. So we were able to put them together. And so that's him being present and being there. And he always wore a hat and he was very traditional, very, um, very strong in his morals and food and having the family together was very important for us. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. My, and I have her ring. So this is her little ring that I wear. Oh, good. It's her little ring. So I wear that. And so, um, yeah, great job. You know, thank you so much. And the whole tattoo thing on my back. I thought it was really cool. I, I did an interview not too long ago with another lady, and she had these tattoos on the spine. And I thought, wow, how awesome is that? And it's almost like little protections. And birds are very significant for me. Um, when I was a little girl, my grandmother used to always say the little birds would tell me that they love me. So it's like, <laughs> so birds have a very big, big thing for me, very big thing for me. So thank you yeah. so much. I don't know if you have time to open up for another. Are you are you up for another one? How sure. do you feel? You want yeah. me to read and give you a break? Let me let me pull oh, yeah. in and then give yes. you a moment to reset and get my energy. Okay. Like because I know my energy is all over <laughs> all over this. Yeah, this I'm just getting drawn into you here. <laughs> I'll probably end up opening up and reading for something else for you. That's okay. Yeah. yeah, you probably will because I got I got a lot of people on the other side. So you guys, thank you so much. Let me see who I have. I know I want to bring my awareness to spirit world. I know immediately I have a gentleman that's stepping forward that brings a reference to the heart. I know this person comes in where they would have had a cough prior to them passing. So I know the heart was an issue, but there was a cough that was an issue. I do feel with this gentleman, I would have lived a longer life. I do feel that I have a headache with this person. And I know with this person coming forward, it's just like, oh my God, my daughter is here. So I know that I have to acknowledge my daughter. It's very interesting because I could feel into Trudy. So I'm very guided to Trudy. Trudy, I don't know if your dad would have had a heart issue or a heart condition, but I'm very um, guided to you in this sense. Would you understand this? I also have the number 80. So I feel like I would have lived a long life or 80 is very significant for you. Trudy, babe, would you understand this? He had open heart surgery. Thank you. May I continue with you? Because I know that I was guided with you at this sense. Um, I feel like when I come to you, there's this feeling of like babies to 89. Okay, thank you. I do. Yes, thank you. I also know when I come to you, it's like this concern with your heart and your breath. And I'm not a doctor. I don't diagnose. However, he's coming in with a little angel wings behind you to uplift you if you've been feeling a little blue. So he's coming in in this sense where he's uplifting you. It's like when you get in the car and you're driving you're like hey dad how you doing today what's up and then the music or a certain song comes on and i hear that song you are the apple of my life so like you're like his thing girl like you're his you're his uh you know true true like you're my girl does you understand this babe I feel like you see him sometimes. It's like if you're driving in the car, it's like, boom, like you literally could feel the impression of his. Absolutely. I literally feel like you could feel his full on impressions on that chair. And like he used to sit in that car and he'd look at you like, where are we going today? So you must have drove him to places, but specifically to Denny's because I want to go to Denny's, girl. Like I want to have pancakes. I want to have breakfast. I want to have my eggs. And I know that at some point he would sit there and there was this concern that you had on your face because he wasn't eating. I know that he wasn't eating and you took him to breakfast and he that was his favorite. And you said, there is something wrong with dad. We got to take him to the doctors. And he's telling you, thank you because you did the right thing. 
Would you understand this? I did his favorite pecan pancakes. There you go, girl. But I know that you need to know that you recognize the change in him and you did the right thing, baby. I know that dad comes in and I feel like there's something about the light switch. You know those big old light lamps that we have and it just kind of goes flickers on and off? I know that your light lamp goes and flickers on and off is the paranormal sense that I get. And you're like, oh my God, my dad is here. So he knows that you get all giggly when a little paranormal happens and you go get your little recording or your little thing. And you're like, he thinks it's funny because I feel like you go and you're like, who's there? Who's here? <laughs> I love you. Miss Trudy, would you understand this beautiful girl? I hear someone saying, how is she doing this? I don't know. I'm letting spirit do it. <laughs> okay. Oh yes, I do. And he is Cracking up, girl. Cracking up. But there is this sense that I know that there is a moment or a memory that steps forward where you're by the water. I do know that there's a rail in the ocean in the in the water on the side. So I know that I feel into this and I know it's almost like a wishing well, you know, where you get the dime and you throw in the coin or the change. And I feel like I'm going to give you from spirit. A little abundance. Thank you, Dad. I place it in your hand. So it's like if you've been praying for this abundance, please know that your prayers have been um, received and Dad is acknowledging this for you. So what a beautiful time. You know, the solar eclipse, the new moon. It's all about abundance. It's all about peace and harmony. And so as you journal and you make your little magic and you go in through your, your drawers, always took us to the ocean of Florida. Beautiful. I feel like you have this... Um, I feel like you have this drawer that you're looking for something. So he's telling me she's looking for her pins or a favorite pin or a certain pin because I feel like you have this drawer with all these papers and you're putting on your glasses and you're trying to like read something that you wrote down maybe last year. So I feel like you are going through your notes and you're like, this is when this happened to me. This is when this explained to me. I want to go back in reference to the heart again, because this is you acknowledging your journey with your well-being, acknowledging your journey of yourself. And he couldn't be more proud of how much you're taking care of yourself. So I leave you with your dad's love. I thank you for letting me bring him forward and your amazing, beautiful soul. So Butterflies for you. The number fours are for you. And reach for those stars for the heavens. I'll leave you with that, baby, because I'll go on and on and on. So I want to throw the mic back to Mike. Okay. Okay. And let Mike flow. Oh, look, he found his mother's favorite pen and went through the notes in my journal from last year. Thank you, Dad. Love it. Okay, Mr. Awesome. Mike. Awesome. Okay. All right, so let's just see. Um, let's see who who we have here. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so I want to connect in here um, with a woman. She's just kind of stepping in here. Um, Okay, come on a little bit closer here. Okay. Um, I Okay, so I feel like I have a lady here that wants to come in. And I honestly, it's, it's very interesting. I have someone's aunt that's stepping in. Um, it's an 
aunt, and I feel like it's mom's sister, the way that she's coming in here. I don't know if Stephanie or Steph um, makes sense, but I'm getting this, this name, Stephanie. And it's interesting because I feel like she's recognizing someone still living. Um, so Stephanie or Steph, and there's a connection to, I want to say this, this is someone living and I feel like I'm connecting with someone's aunt. So I just want to see if I'm drawn because I just saw that the chats, the comments, I just see if I'm drawn to somebody here. Um, okay. I also just get a really strong sense too. This lady would have been a heavy smoker in her life. And people still smell her cigarette smoke. I got to jump in here really quick. My okay. aunt my aunt just popped in here. Her name is Lita. Hello, Tia. You're in here. So my aunt. Okay. And Steph is living. I was supposed to go to a party that Steph and her mom was a heavy smoker. So and is her mom passed? Her mom is passed. Okay. Okay. And she that just that popped in right when you said that. So I, I felt like she's telling me to look at the chat. Yeah. And so I'm can like, you okay. see the chat in the comments? I just opened it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. I did, no, it's okay. I did see it earlier. I'm like, oh, no, chat. Okay. So um, I can and, understand Steph from okay, yesterday. So, okay. And, and the aunt who just popped in and okay. her mother, the heavy smoker. And yes, they can smell the cigarettes. Okay. This is okay. This is what I have then. Cause okay. Perfect. I know well, that you got my family. Name. You got my family. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Let's just see if there's anything coming in with her now. Okay. Okay. She's, I don't know how she wants me to say that. Um, <laughs> She's talking about money. Yes. And a, mm -hmm. there's something about money that she's wanting to give. So yes. I feel like there's money going to be coming in. Like yes. a, a good amount of money. Yes. Like Tia not Lita, like a, listen, Tia Lita. No, you're right. Go ahead. You're on <laughs> it. Yeah. She's saying that she's, she's sending it through or it's supposed to be coming in in some way. And I don't feel like it's like $100. I feel like it's like a lot more than that. Yeah. You're on it. Um, get it, Mike, get it. You give me chills. And <laughs> she's saying too that it's coming in soon. Don't worry. You're going to get it. Um, things are going to be taken care of. It's almost feels like this is supposed to be owed to this person. Like, yes. or, and it, and it hasn't come yet. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy that you're here today. <laughs> get it, Mike, she's, get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's saying, she's saying it was supposed to be. It was supposed to already happen, but it didn't. But it's coming back around, and that she is—I feel she's helping facilitate that in some way. So, I, I, like, spirit can help do things like that. Um, she's, um, I feel okay. She's talking about there's a picture, a framed photograph of her on the nightstand. And there's a sense of like someone's like, I, I don't know what it is. It's just a photograph of her and it's a special photograph. And I feel as if someone either kisses this photograph or talks to it, but there's a feeling of like this photograph really means something. And it's not just like any other picture. It's like, this one's important. I feel like it is framed and I feel like it's on someone's nightstand or on a dresser or something like that. Um, 
Now, would you know if like pearl earrings or something like that would make sense with her or there's something about having those or having those passed down? Let me ask her. Bienvita, this message is for you. So I hope you're listening. She's, I know it's hard for her to do the typing, but um, do you understand having your mom's pearl earrings or there's something very significant about the pearl earrings? And I can validate the picture because I've been in her home. So she's my Nina. So yeah, so that's super cool. Um, And I know her like that, so I can validate that. And I love how Isabel says, Debbie's family's in the house. (laughs) Um, awesome. mm-hmm. she's also talking about collecting vases mm-hmm. and I want to say there's a particular vase too that someone still has so I know she had a, a lot I almost feel like there's a couple of them but there's something about this vase thing and I want to say that one was either on display in the house like above a fireplace or someone had something like this. I don't know if this is still a thing, but I'm seeing something like that there. And um, one of them got broken, she's saying. Mm. Um, I feel like there was an there was an incident where someone had her stuff or was, or, or was like transporting her stuff and it just fell and shattered. So I don't know if there was something of hers um, or there was like items of hers that someone was like carrying or moving and some of it got like broken. Um, but I, as she's kind of showing me this image, like something falling or something like that happening. Um, but I do feel like a lot of her stuff around mm-hmm. and some things got misplaced or lost or something too. So I, I just know that. I mean, from her point of view, she doesn't really care um, with her but stuff. You're but accurate. Mm-hmm. you're yeah, accurate. Yeah, but she's just aware of, like, some things, like, either being, like, lost or people can't find it or whatever. Um, <clears throat> um, and did you say this is your family? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's kind of laughing and making a joke about this, but she's like, a lot of them misplace everything. <laughs> <laughs> like... They lose their keys like every week. There's just nothing like there's nothing new. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> does that make sense? This is what she's it telling does. me. Like, no, she's cute. Okay. I love it. Yes. Okay. She's I mean, like, yeah, just huge heart. Um she is like she has a ton of energy too. Like I feel like she's kind of going all over the place when she was here. Oh, okay. She's also talking about there's a little dog with her over there too. Oh, a little dog. thank you for saying that. You know, I don't know if she uh, knows how to answer the comments, but her doggy just passed. So I could validate oh, that for her. Yeah. Yeah. She's saying, tell her that I have the dog, the dogs oh. with her. Um, okay. And she is, I just see her in spirit walking this dog. Mm-hmm. So taking this dog for a walk on a leash, like she's just like kind of, taking care of this dog and that the dog will still be around. Um, I do feel like it's just like this sense with her in spirit too, a bit of an animal lover herself and like loved animals. So she would be the one to kind of like take care of the animals when they cross over. Um, She's also just referencing 
Um, I feel like this is a home she lived in. I don't know if this is going to make sense. There's something about a farm. I keep seeing a farm area and like farmland. And she, I just see her walking around this house and it's a white house. And it's like walking around cornfields or like this fields. It looks like a farm type area. Do you know if she like lived or grew up around something like that? Well, we live in the farming area. So where we live, there's a lot of farming. And um, I could understand that. However, okay. there, but I could also, she may, under, she's in here now. She may understand that in another way also in reference to um, her husband and his work and things like that. So she's okay. There's also something about the, the number three. Um, and it almost feels like there was like an address to a house. I know somebody had like apartment number three or there like there's three in the address. I don't know. She's kind of showing me something with the house. I appreciate you saying that because I know their, their business because I'm their goddaughter and I'm, I know their business. <laughs> so yeah. um, I'll let her know that and we'll, okay. I'm going to write it down and see what that, how that resonates and she'll, if she could understand it. And she said, yes, her dog was name was Panchito and Panchito just passed. And so that, that resonated with her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel like the soul of the dog, too, coming back and being with her. So I think she'll feel the dog or get a sense that the dog's still around still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know the dog will send the love, too. And did someone have diabetes or uh-huh. someone diabetic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was this with her? I don't think it's her, no. Okay. I have someone coming in here. And they're talking about that, talking about being diabetic or having insulin or things like that. Um, Okay. I don't know where this is, but the dog didn't have to get injections or anything like that, did it, at the end of its life? You know, to be honest, I won't know that part. Okay. Um, But she did mention in her address, one, two, three, grant. So there's a three. Okay, the three. Okay. Um, I just, let's see where I'm going with that. Cause, um, okay. I think I'll end there. I, there is something about insulin or yes, getting her father-in-law, father-in-law. Okay. I thought it was a gentleman, um, mm-hmm. but I wasn't going to go for it. Okay. I'll see what he says then. Cause she can validate that. There's a gentleman with this other lady in spirit. He's talking about being diabetic or having to do things like that. Um, okay. Let's, let's see if there's anything for, for her, if there's a message for her. Um, one of the messages here, let's see. There's a there's a message of like, just like overall, just taking care of yourself, um, doing the best that you can in that regard. I just, there's something that coming through and not, not in any like worrisome way or that someone has to be afraid of something. Uh, it's not like that, but I do feel as if like, um, checking in with yourself, like, how are you doing emotionally? I, there's something like that for her. Um, yeah. it, there's a sense of like, it's going to be okay. And I, I don't feel like this is a physical thing. I feel like this is more of like emotionally, like, I, you know, it feels like there's something like that happening. Um, and it feels like there's a separation of people. Like, I don't know if this is like 
if someone's having a divorce or someone's going through something with relationship stuff, but I want to say more relationship stuff. I don't know if this is actual marriage or not, but he is coming in to say that things are going to be okay in this regard, but just kind of keep moving forward. Um, I know that's kind of a lot there. I don't know if that makes sense, but he's giving me this impression of like, I feel like in regards to health, like emotional being in regard in somehow tied in with a relationship. Um, okay. Saying it's going to be okay with that. Um, but however, I do feel as if there's going to be a split with something. So it might be someone tied in with her or her family that this is kind of going on, but he is aware of it in spirit. So, um, and did, well, did you say the dog's name started with a B? A P, Panchito. Okay, with a P. Is there a B name though with someone? Like the letter B? Get the sense of like a letter B name connected into somehow. I do feel like it's this person's also passed. But okay. Um I'll leave his love with you that, but I don't I'm not getting much more from him. But I, I sense like he's also around too. Um connected, somehow connected in with this lady. Now how is how are they connected? So you have my godmother, who's my mother's um, cousin, okay. and and that's my godmother. And so her, you you have her. You're reading a part of something that's in reference to the finances that came into the property, and mm -hmm. then you also picked up on her own self. So she's she's going through something where it's the well being and everything's going to be okay. okay. So she needed that, and okay. you, you brought clarity with the finances, and so. Um, in reference to the gentleman that passed, that's um, her husband's dad. And so he comes in and also of support. But the relationship thing, I can't pinpoint. In reference to the B, I, I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint okay. that either because it could be okay. on my uncle's side, which is a different side. So okay. I wouldn't be able to validate that part. But amazing job, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for bringing so much evidential information. Thank you for talking about your just experience and your journey with their angels um, and how you just trusted to work with them and just giving that little piece of comfort for those who are opening up in their journey, you know, study, yeah. continue yeah. to grow. Um, as we close, what would you like to share with the community? The floor is yours. I'll leave it with you and you can close up here. And that's sure. what you know. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. I I always enjoy talking about it, doing readings and that. So um, I would just say that just know and trust that your loved ones are still around, that they're still with you, that they haven't changed a whole lot, and that they don't miss anything from that side of life. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you offering right now? Do you do private readings? Like where can people find you? Yes. So you can find me at mikepozorski.com. Um, my last name is P-O-Z-O-R-S-K-I. I think it, should, it just probably shows up yeah. somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, I'll so, tell you. Yeah. So com. I do private readings, the psychic readings, and I do the mediumship readings too. Um, and then also too, before I forget, I almost forgot, 
Um, I'm going to offer like a 10% discount for anyone who wants to have a reading. Um, mm -hmm. It's Transcend 10. Transcend 10 is the, the coupon. So, oh, thank you. And yeah, so, and that's in all caps. Very cool. So you guys, please don't forget to follow Mike. Thank you so much for being a guest on Transcend with Debbie. It is an honor. My family just rolling in deep on the deep end. I can't help it. You know, it's just how we roll. We come, we come together like this. And so you guys for listening, I appreciate you. Have a beautiful rest of your Sunday. And thank you for listening to Transcend with Debbie. Take care, guys. Good job, Mike.